The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show. I think we're in our 15th year here on voiceamerica.com, which has wonderful shows that really inspire and educate listeners. And today is no exception. We have a great guest. We're talking about leadership. My guest is Jeff McManus. And he's the author of Growing Weeders into Leaders, Leadership Lessons from the Ground Level. And I want to tell you about Jeff McManus and his work. Um, he's definitely, his, one of the things he says in the book is, Aristotle and Nike got it right. Greatness is what we humans do when given the challenge, the encouragement, the environment, and the opportunity. Jeff McManus has a degree in landscape and ornamental horticultural from Auburn University. He's an international society of arboriculture, arboriculture certified arborist and has been the director of landscape services at the University of Mississippi since 2000. And he's done an awful lot of work here. He has a brand new book. And again, we talked about this. It's Growing Weeders into Leaders, Leadership Lessons from the Ground Level. And he and his team... Uh, won an amazing award, the National Professional Grounds Maintenance Society Best Maintained Campus Twice. And that uh, was also named in Newsweek. So he really certainly knows about keeping uh, keeping landscaping beautiful. So now we're going to talk about how we can keep leaders uh, really up to date as well. Welcome, Jeff. Tricia, thank you so much for having yeah. me on your show. I'm looking forward to being with you. Yeah, thank you. So, all right, first question out of the box, not on any of my sheets, Jeff, is what's the analogy? What's the difference between what you're doing with landscape and keeping gardens beautiful and clean? What's the analogy between that and leaders? I guess it's in your title, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's a good one. That's a great question. It's, it's, if you want to grow a healthy garden, if you want to grow healthy plants, you know, you've got to be intentional same way with leaders. If you want to grow great staff members and great leaders, you've got to be intentional. And it's similar. The, pro- the processes are very similar. What is it that you want to grow and how do you want to grow it? And, and you've got to take care of it every day. You've got to do a little something to it, maybe water it a little bit, maybe pull a weed here and there, feed it a little bit, but you can't just ignore it. And so that's, that's what we have focused on intentionally the last uh, five, six years where we're just growing our people who grow great plants. And that seems to be a winning formula for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where do the weeds come in, Jeff? I mean, you know, in any garden, weeds are going to happen. So what do you think yeah. are the weeds for leaders? Is it poor communication? Is it not being on task? I mean, all of those things, what is it? 
Sure, but it's, it's a, the primary is a lack of awareness of realizing that we have responsibility as a leader in the way, first, how we lead ourselves. And then, once we're leading ourselves to, to look around and see who else we can lift up, who else we can make successful, how can we make them a better person and doing it for their success. And a lot of times, the only thing we get focused on as a leader is my own agenda. And if we can get focused on what the organization agenda is and how I can help others, it's amazing how our agenda gets taken care of with very little effort. Yeah. But it's it's part of that kind of teamwork, wouldn't you say, in working together? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we have to work together. There's communication challenges. You know, the, the, the funny thing about communication is, that we actually think it happens sometimes, that uh, communication is one of those things that's always uh, a challenge to do, working together as teams. I found with teams, my coach in the eighth grade taught me this great three-word saying, and he said, "No," he said, accept your role, accept your role. So everybody on the team has a role, and we all need to know our role, and when we know our role, we can function to make the team a whole piece and a winning piece. So some people may be pulling weeds today. Others may be mowing. Others may be planting flowers. And we can't think that our job is the most important job. we got to realize that everybody's job is important. The mechanics are just as important as those that are planting the flowers because they are supporting all the mission of what we're doing in our departments. So teamwork is huge. Yeah, I I remember once telling a story when I gave a talk. I I said, I asked the group a question, and I said, if the CEO was out for a week, would the company function? And they said, yes. And I said, what if all of the custodial staff, the people who kept the grounds and ran the building, what if they were sick? What would happen? And they said, the building wouldn't run. So you're right. It's those people on the ground floor. Well, here's even something even more unique is 62% of prospective college students who come to a college campus will decide in the first few minutes of the visit if they're going to come to that university based on the way the, the landscaping and the grounds look. Wow. So that, that even gives it even a bigger, yeah, like you're mm-hmm. saying, yeah, we'd be in mm-hmm. trouble without those folks. So they're the ones who make the first appearance mm-hmm. and make that yeah. connection with our future. Yeah. And let's talk about um, employees, you know, and, and team members and how many times they feel as though they're not part of the team or they feel that they're not understood um, or they don't, they're not enthusiastic about their work. Do you think that's the responsibility of the managers, Jeff, or do you think it's a responsibility of the whole team, or do you think the leadership starts with the management? I, th- I think it starts with everyone. I mean, I, I, cause everybody's got a part, everybody's got a role, and it starts with that initial leader of engaging. When I first came to Ole Miss, um, it was a very, very toxic environment. People were not happy in the front lines. They wouldn't look at me in the eye. There was tension, and one of the things, the first things I had to do was build trust. And it was funny, Patricia, the the one thing I had to do was to look at them in the eye, shake their hand, and ask them how they were doing. So simple, but people, there was no communication between management and the frontline teams. And that was my responsibility to start building the trust. Everything starts with the trust, and once we get trust, Man, efficiency goes up. 
uh, productivity goes up. People start liking what they're doing. They they enjoy it. We're not everybody's not running and covering themselves and trying to write memos to cover themselves. We're getting work done and we're having fun. So it starts same page. With yeah, everyone. one of the things yeah. one of the things you write in your book is articulate your core values. So that's all part of it, right? Is that everybody really needs to be on the same page with values? Well, I discovered this after we had a, a former Green Beret come and speak to our guys, and he said, Jeff, you guys need to have a landscape creed. And I'm sitting there, a landscape creed? Why do we need to have that? But what he was telling me was that in a landscape creed, you put your core values in there, and then you say those core values together each week as a group, which we do, and it really defines and helps remind us of what it is we're about. So when we say we lead by example, everybody knows that each person is responsible for how they lead themselves. And that that's in behavior and in our practices. And so it helps really hit home, Patricia, when you have those core values that you all can relate to. Yeah, very important. The next one you talk about is building momentum with some quick successes. Yeah, nothing, nothing is like that. When you really, when you hit some wins. That's right. And the successes need to be from, from the perspective of, of your, your bosses and also your staff. Uh, we had a little situation that was sort of humorous, but we just had a lot of low-hanging limbs in a big green area in the center of campus called the Grove. And it was, it was a beautiful green spot, but the limbs just hit people as they walked under them, and the lawnmower operators who were driving the big equipment, they were in their way. And we just came up with, we just said, hey, why don't we take the initiative and cut these? And let's, let's, I went out and bought them some of the correct tools to use it, and it became like this point of pride because people on campus noticed, and they started telling them what a great job. And it was just one of these little things that we first did it started getting them to pull their shoulders back and to have that pride in the work they were doing that people noticed it and really appreciated it. Yeah. So there was a whole, I think a Ted talk about that and I forgot the woman's name. She's become very famous where she talks about how your posture and the way you stand and your body language mm-hmm. makes such a difference in how people will be attracted to you and listen to you. I believe that. I mean, we teach our staff how to, engage conversation with millionaires. We invite people to come and talk to our campus, either college professors, coaches, uh, alumni, and we have our staff interact with them to look at them in the eye, to shake their hands, and then the, the appropriate questions to ask them, you know, like what kind of books do you read? What inspires you? How did you become a success? And learn from them and, and be a ask questions, be curious, and it's a matter of training people to think in a bigger, bigger area and not just walk up to the person and Tristan go, well, how much money do you make? You know, you don't ever yeah, want your staff to say course. that. That's embarrassing. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's also, though, um, I think a lot of this is your own drive. I mean, you have to want this. And you have to know, like in any relationship, you know, I mean, you're going to have a bumpy time. There are going to be things that won't work. There are going to be disappointments. But you really have to want it and believe in the overall mission of it. So when the day-to-day stuff isn't working well, you can have that mission in your mind 
tell, give me your thoughts on that, and then we're going to take a break. Sure. Zig Ziglar had a great quote. That I, it's a life philosophy for me. He said, it, you can get everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. Well, I, I want a beautiful campus. Uh, I need that for my career. I need, I need so many of those things. And I need engaged employees who want to do the same thing, who love what they do like I do. So I have to figure out what I need to do. To, to, what is it that they need? What is it that they want? And a lot of people say, well, they want money. Well, sure, but there's a lot more that motivates people than money. You know, people are intrinsically motivated by a lot of different things. So I have to tap into those often and early. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break. I'm talking to Jeff McManus. He's the author of the brand new book, Growing Leaders into Leaders and Leadership Lessons from the Ground Level. And again, uh, you can get this book on Amazon. And it's also endorsed by Habitat for Humanity, which is wonderful. And um, talk about that, Jeff. We have a, a we have, well, we'll talk about it right after the break. We'll talk about how there are organizations that are really behind this wonderful book, Growing Leaders into Leaders. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Jeff McManus. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Life is complicated, and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to The Patricia Raskin Show. My guest is Jeff McManus. And his book is Growing Weeders into Leaders, Leadership Lessons from the Ground Level. And he uses those analogies because he really does work very much with, um, with weeds and landscaping and making landscaping just beautiful. And he is, has a degree in landscape and ornamental horticulture from Auburn University. And he's an international society of Arboriculture Certified Arborist. He's been the Director of Landscape Services at the University of Mississippi since 2000, and he and his team have won the National Professional Grounds Maintenance Society Best Maintained Campus twice. And so he uses that to talk about how we can cultivate excellence from the ground up, just as we create beautiful gardens and landscaping, how can we turn those weeds into uh, seeds and, and beauty. So welcome back, Jeff. All Thank right. You, All right. So let's talk about um, one of the things you we talked about is you know building momentum to really have this teamwork and defining the wins. So let's talk about defining the wins. Well, most of us just work a list every day. We just work that list. We check it off, and we just keep going. And we we're in this cycle where we never really stop. The work never ends. And when it never ends, we, we end up in what's called a grind. You know, the life just becomes a grind. So what we found by watching great organizations is periodically we have to stop and uh, celebrate a win. So for us, we define those wins as uh, they can be small wins or they can be big, big wins. Uh, we do a huge event on Saturdays in the fall called football games, Ole Miss football games, that we clean up between 60 and 97 tons of waste and recyclables on campus on that Saturday. Every week? And that's every wow. whole game. We sure do. And so wow. we celebrate those wins. And it may be with food. It may be with uh, ice cream. It may be with any kind of just little special, maybe a, a new piece of uh, uh, uniform that we get for everybody. But somehow we celebrate those wins and, and let people know. We define it, the win. Uh, we talk about that, and then we celebrate it. Yeah, it's really, really important. Now, what do you mean when you say make the organization as flat as possible? Well, we, again, we we look at other organizations that seem to have better communication, better buy-in, better engagement from everyone in the organization, and there seems to be better communication. There seems to be um, communication not only just slowing down but flowing up and around and watching the leaders of these organizations, they, they made themselves available to everyone in the organization. They didn't, they didn't uh, undermine chain of command, but they just made themselves accessible. They would also invite people to meetings that weren't necessarily their direct reports. So we do that. We, we found that this is to be incredibly insightful we have meetings called leader-to-leader meetings where everybody comes to a meeting in small groups. We meet about 
anywhere from five to ten people for about an hour, and we just talk and we get to know each other. We are uh, growing, uh, develop personal development, and this has helped our communication and our trust to continue to build each year and not become stagnant. So it's allowed us to stay uh, fresh and engaged in the process of what we do. So so important. Then you talk about I love the I love the analogy grassroots. You talk about creating a grassroots training program. So um, explain that one. Well, we needed we needed a way, Patricia, that once we we figured out what we wanted to do, that in two years from now, once we had hired maybe uh, all these new staff members as the time went along, that our core values hadn't changed that we were getting them up to speed with our um, the way we did things. Uh, for example, to have an eye for detail when they went out on the property, that they saw the same things that, that we wanted them, that everybody needed to see to have a beautiful property. And through all this, uh, we came up with a program called Landscape University. And Landscape University became a custom-made training course for us that we actually made ourselves to train ourselves. And so it became organic because our staff became a part of the answers. They, we would say, what do you want the new person to know about mowing grass when they come to work the very first day? And it's amazing how our frontline team would respond to that. They just give us these answers that are great. They're heartfelt, but they're also very practical. And now this course is their course. The, the front, it's not just developing this landscape university, it's our team developing it. So there's more buy-in, there's more engagement of wanting to teach the new people as well, and, and we let our staff participate in teaching some of the classes as well. This has kept our quality, our core values intact, so that I don't have to teach every single class, Patricia, and it's given me so much freedom, freedom, and high-quality product. I'm telling you, it has been a game-changer in my life and my organization here. Yeah, that, that's, that's really so important. Yeah, but, you know, everything that you're doing, Jeff, is you is speaking to teamwork, working together, staying together, checking in with each other. I mean, that's, that's what you're speaking about. That's true. Yeah, and, that's... and as leaders, we have to break down the silos or make sure we don't have turf wars. You know, that's, a, that's right. pun intended. And uh, so we, we don't want people to start building these little territories and little kingdoms that, um, hey, my area is more important than yours. When somebody right. drives onto this campus today, nobody cares um, whose zone is whose and who cut the grass and who did the flowers. They, they're looking at it holistically. Right, exactly. And so everything's got to look good. It belongs to all of us. Exactly. All right, let's talk about, you have two more on here. Broaden your horizons. Talk about, you know, looking beyond what's next. What are the resources you can use? Well, we, we, we try to look beyond uh, just what it is that we do. So we talk to our staff uh, that we're not just cutting grass. We're not just pulling weeds. We're not just doing tasks, Patricia. We're actually um, helping cure cancer. We're actually helping put people in space. We're putting all-American athletes uh, in the arena to play. 
And the way we do that is, you know, we're, we know that 62% of prospective students will decide in the first few minutes that they're coming here. Well, they're going to one day graduate with a degree and go on and do great things. So we know when Bill Carson graduated here years ago, he went on to NASA space program and where he was head of that program for many years. You know, he's an Ole Miss alumni. Well, in a small way, our team helped with that. We helped. We feel like we may have even helped recruit him here because of how the campus looked. So you've got to look beyond just your task, but what we call, Patricia, the purpose, our purpose, a deeper purpose in what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, it's all about purpose. You know, the, uh, Rick Warren wrote The Purpose Driven Life. It's all about purpose. Yeah. All right, and lastly, one of my five P's to success that I totally believe in and live by, and that's passion. So let's uh, talk about passion and close with that. Yeah, passion is so important. It's that enthusiasm that makes life fun. It makes the workplace fun. And, boy, what a miserable day when, when you have somebody on the work team that just is sitting there looking at their watch and going, golly, only 25 more years and I can retire. You know, nobody wants to work with a person like that. So we think about it in terms of, man, if you don't really like this, if this is, if you don't like being outside working in the hot weather with the mosquitoes and the gnats and the poison ivy and dead squirrels on the road and nasty trash cans we got to empty, then don't do this. Life is too short. Find something you love to do. Absolutely. We love doing this, and we want to be the best of the best at it. And so if, if you don't mind picking up a dead squirrel every now and then and dealing with poison ivy, come on, this is part of what you want to do with us. Right. All right, Jeff, your closing thoughts for our listeners. Your message for today about your book, Growing Weeders into Leaders, Leadership Lessons from the Ground Level. Well, I, I'm so excited that you had me on the show today, but... I, I just want folks to know that the one thing that really changed me is when I quit focusing on growing plants and I really focused on growing people who grow the plants. Mm. That's an absolute mm. game changer. Yeah. So that's, Wonderful. that's, that's been a change. That, that's been a huge because now I expose them to wise teachers. I, uh, Patricia, one quick thing that we do is I'll bring John Maxwell. I'll bring Zig Ziglar. I'll bring this morning. We yeah, have left Brown here. All about video, TED, TEDx. Yeah. You know, don't these don't expect anybody to teach your crew in the core values. Be a part of teaching them that, and encourage them to be the best person they can be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, and again, your book is growing leaders into leaders, and they can get the book on Amazon. Yes. Yes, Amazon. Amazon. All right, and also your website. Let's give your website. Yes, jeffmcmanus.com. Okay, and that's J-E-F-F-M-C-M-A-N-U-S.com. Jeff, thanks so much for being on the program. Patricia, thanks for what you're doing and being a leader in this space. Well, I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this first half hour of the Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we have an all-new segment for you right here on the Patricia Raskin Show. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.